Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi, covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24 7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Before we get to the Neshoba County Fair, this is Brian Hayden, by the way, in case you... You didn't know. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, Strange Brew Coffee House and Turn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or Brupolo over in Tupelo. be a little weird if the if uh, Brupolo was uh, at the Neshoba County Fair, but I'll tell you this, enough people there, they'd make a ton of money. Put a, put a, I, don't, I don't know, though. It's so hot. They'd be good in the morning, maybe good in the evening, but the middle of the afternoon, they'd think it shut that down. Uh Wherever you are in our great state, it's just a click away. StrangeBrewCoffeeHouse.com. And don't forget, every time you shop at Strange Brew Coffee, that's a, that's a bulldog initiative supporting business. College Corner and CollegeCornerStore.com. Guys, we are only weeks away. You know, I think, what, six Saturdays. Or, or, yeah, five Saturdays now, I guess, until the start of the Mississippi State football season. It's time to get some new gear. New polos, new T-shirts, new baseball caps. Time to look your best. This is a new era of Mississippi State football. Be a part of it with some great new looks from College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Shell, or you can shop online, collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, Starkville's flagship restaurant. That's another place that, you know, they're, they're, getting, they're getting ready. They're, much as preseason camp's about to begin, the same here in the restaurant business across Starkville. People are getting hired and trained because they know y'all are coming this football season. Eight home games. And make sure a stop at Restaurant Tyler is on your agenda every game weekend, be it for lunch, for brunch, for dinner, whenever you can get in there. Get in there and get a great, great meal every single time at Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout central Mississippi. They're here to serve you. Go to PriorityOneBank.com if you need to find the nearest location to you. When you open an account with those guys, that's a that's a relationship that's going to help you a lot in the future. When you want to talk to somebody about a loan, and everybody has to at some point, about a house, about about your car, about a small business, you don't want to talk to a corporation. You don't want to talk to people who you've never met. You want to talk to the same people you, you eat lunch with and go to church with, your community. That's what Priority One Bank gives you. That's the difference that they make. 16 locations throughout central Mississippi, which means if you live in central Mississippi, there's one near you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. All right, let's do it. Let's head to the final stop on the TNL Catfish Tour presented by Superior Catfish. We're headed to the Neshoba County Fair for one of our best shows ever. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Ed and Robbie Falk with that, again, that rare bird, the Saturday Thunder and Lightning. We are live at the Neshoba County Fair here. Well, not live as you listen to this, but we are We live. are live. No, it's never live. That's right. And the people who listen to the podcast know that by now, I think. Well, some people don't. They don't think we're getting up at 6 in the morning, do they? Well, it's true. And then if they listen again at 8, they're like, are they still doing it? They just repeated it. That is true. So, I think our listeners are smart enough to figure that out. We are at the Neshoba County Fair. We have been here 
most of the morning. We have got an incredible show lined up for you uh, here today. We are talking to a couple former Bulldog legends, um, former uh, Bulldog pitcher from the 2007 uh, College World Series team, Chad Crosswhite. Former MSU quarterback Mike Henning is going to join us. Pro Superior Catfish, our good friend, The Voice. Brent Johnson is going to join us. He will, uh, he'll wrap things up for us. We're going to talk to uh, to uh, Chad's mom, Jane Crosswhite. She's the owner of the legendary uh, Williams Brothers store down here. In, 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 is it in Williamsville or is it in, no, Philadelphia? It's in Philadelphia? It's in Philadelphia. Yep. Uh, we're also going to talk to Michael Penn, the, uh, the owner of the uh, huge Penn's Catfish, Penn's Fish House. Here in the great state of Mississippi. Plus, we have a surprise guest. I'm not going to give that surprise away uh, until a little later here. You have to listen. You have to listen. You have to tune in. Let's just say that uh, maybe, uh, you know, it might have something to do with a local celebrity who's, uh, you know, been been known to be a national star. Uh, might, yeah, that would that might would, have wow. something to do with that. So we'll just tease that out there for you. But we got to talk some MSU sports. And obviously, we talked plenty of that with Chad and with, uh, with Michael. But. Well, we weren't surprised. Mississippi State uh, dead last preseason in the SEC uh, polls. I've come to a conclusion, uh, Robbie. I got, I got to go one way or the other on this. I got, I got to know what the situation is. Either I'm going to take it seriously or I'm not. Yep. So what I want from the conference is some direction on that. I want the conference to tell me, look, we want you to really take this vote seriously. Give us your best answers and try to be as close to what you think will actually happen as it will. I want the conference to tell me, do whatever you want. I don't care. Vote Mississippi State first. Vote their entire team first team. Don't care. And because it, Vanderbilt getting eight first place votes in the East and five to win the conference, it it irks me. And it, yeah, and it's not like the Mississippi State stuff is what it is. That's I mean, I think that would happen even if people were taking their job seriously. The Vanderbilt stuff is just silliness. You're, you're just this being just silly. Just, you're I, just being just funny. Look fun at this. It. Oh, look at that. You're just. And the thing is, that, that's hey. a, that's the that's yeah. that's not being. It's not taking your job seriously. You're, you're it's also not picking it. Not right. getting any pub for it because nobody's making that vote public. No. Well, I that's think, the point. I, I'm that at the point now where I think the conference needs to make everybody's vote public. Yeah. And, and if you I mean, I vote. I vote on Associated Press top twenty-five every every week. And everybody knows exactly what I vote. You took a lot of heat these last couple years. And you do. I mean, you have. Like fifty something people voting for that, you can publish this thing in the same way for the yeah, SEC media. Just days. put a grid out there. But we're going to say, okay, we're going. First of all, I'll, let's let's talk about the elephant in the room. Some of these people shouldn't be voting. The, Correct. The blogs, the people that don't get credentialed at games. Ledger. Exactly, they fall in line there. Um, but if you can't get credentialed at a football game, yeah. you shouldn't be allowed to vote for a preseason. SEC Media Days poll. There really should be. I feel like the conference needs more direction from their SIDs. Yeah. Like, this you, person says they cover Mississippi State. Would you credential them? No. Okay, they don't get a credential. Right. Because you and I have been to Alabama, and I've been in the press box. And it's a big press box. But there's not 50 people from Touchdown Alabama in that press box. There are people so, that... i to have a guess. There are people that try to... Okay. Um, Ladies and gentlemen... I, I don't. I don't know what to do here. Just let it happen. Ladies I guess. and gentlemen, the third member of our broadcast team, get on up in there, sweetie. Just why don't you? Why don't you just sit down, baby? Okay. Natty Falk is here with us. Her mom. Just, why don't you just sit down? Her mom just was like, oh. <laughs> she's coming to get her. This is all on camera. No, no, it's to make sure it stays in. <laughs> okay. No, she wants to. Just sit. let her sit. Just let her she's sit. Fine. She's fine. She's fine. Um, 
If you if you got a comment, you got to say something. Let us know. Um, <laughs> you, you're right, and and I I feel like I'm being like trying to act like Big J over here. I feel like I'm people. I'm like I demand to be taken. I, I don't. I don't really. I don't take my job super seriously. I don't take. Uh, I don't take things like that. You know, I, I don't get overly worked up by it. But again, there's there's these perceptions, right? And mm-hmm. perception, as you, if you're a longtime listener to Thunder and Lightning, you know that perception is reality. Yeah. And so when people consistently vote Mississippi State last place, there becomes a perception that Mississippi State is a bottom feeder program. You did a fantastic job on some research. Uh, you can read that at 24-7, where Robbie basically lays it out. And the, the biggest point is this. In the last 10 years, what is State's record against Arkansas? What is it against Auburn? What is it against Ole Miss? Why aren't these teams on the bottom of the pole every now? Yeah, and I mean, State has State has a better record. I mean, they've dominated Arkansas Dominate. in the last 10 years. They're, what are they, 7 of the last 10 yes. or 8 out of the last 10 or something? Um, Since Dave- 2012, State's lost three times to I wish I could remember the person. I, I'm sorry, I forget your name, but um, somebody tweeted me yesterday. State has state has finished higher and or lower, better, yeah, than Auburn, Arkansas, and Ole Miss in the rankings or the standings at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Like all of them, like six times or more throughout the last yeah. ten years. So, so I think, other than Alabama, everybody has been last once in the West in the last decade. Yeah, and so, but it's it's Mississippi State that gets the stigma. So that's that's the first, thing. and you and I weren't surprised by that though. We knew that that was going to be the case. We thought I sort of held out hope they might get to sixth, but at the end of the day, they're seventh. So be it. Then we look at the All SEC team. I don't know. I don't understand, and I don't know that you could make me understand how Tulu Griffin's not your first team kick return specialist. Mm. The guy's the leading kick returner in the country. Well, I mean, what what if you're going to use statistics, which should be a big part of the thing, you he would has think. better statistics than than Kool-Aid McKinstry, who's being voted on that because he goes to Alabama. Good player. By Good the way, player. Already on the first team as a defensive back. Yeah. Barry so and Brown, being really good player. Barry and Brown, neither one of those guys have the same statistics right. as Tulip. Right. So I, I don't – I mean, it's just laziness to me. It's not going out there. You could easily research that and see, oh, who's the top kick returner? Oh, it's Tulip Griffin. Yeah. He's number one. So he was an All-American last year. Tulu Griffin scored a touchdown in the Auburn game. Scored it on a kickoff return, right? Yeah. So one touchdown in the Auburn game. That gives him more touchdowns than Kool-Aid McHistory has in his entire career. Yeah. Kool-Aid McHistory has never returned a kick for a touchdown. And again, this is not to take away from Kool-Aid. He's a great player, fantastic nickname, and he is all going to be an All-American and probably a first-round draft choice. But we got to have a little common sense here. Natty's bored. She's had enough. She's like, yep. sports is not my, my cup of tea. Yeah. She's off. She's just going. She thought we were talking about Elsa or something. That didn't work out. I mean, I well. could, I, I'll be honest with you. I could deliver a dissertation on, on Frozen, the first Frozen. Yeah. I'll tell you anything you want to know about that movie. You and I have probably watched that a combined 3,000 times. That's low. Yeah. That's low. And, and I, 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 I hit up I've Moana. actually met Elsa twice. Yes. Yes. That's a lovely woman. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I, I remember the first time. Just don't we touch her hand. Now, I, the first time I met her, uh, or the second time, it, I swear at Disney that day it had to be 136 degrees. <laughs> and I was just like, is there any way you could step outside for a minute and just, <laughs> you know, a little bit? And she's like, I'm not allowed to do that. I was like, ah, 
I love how she's playing the character. Oh, she stayed in character. That was, that was great. great. Yeah. I, that was also the same trip where I learned Tiana, big Saints fan. Oh, yeah. Tiana Saints shirt. She's like, I love the Saints. That's she my should be. Now. So, of course, the Saints weren't even. She called me Sugar, too. There, so. There wasn't even a program when she was an actual. The NFL didn't but, exist, I don't think, at that time. But so. still. But still. Let's get back to Mississippi State sports. So, Bookie Watson, second team. Uh, Tula Griffin, second team, all purpose, and first team. Or sorry, third team second return team specialist. All purpose, third team return specialist, return specialist, which is even more of a joke. But yeah, I mean, I mean, what well, got me about all purpose is you had like five guys you could vote for. Well, and then another, I, yeah, I didn't follow. I understand all that stuff. And then another one um, that I was very upset about: Jet Johnson. Jet he, Johnson, the leading tackler, leading tackler in the SEC, should mean something for a linebacker. Yeah. But not in the top. Instead, nine there's getters. nine players ahead of him. Nine times. Nine times. I voted for him. I had him second team. I mean, I, I don't understand. You know, look, I'm glad Harold Perkins. Yeah, I get it. All right, uh, Dumas Johnson from Georgia. Sure, sure. But Jet Johnson deserves to be in your top six. He's 200 tackles over the last two years. It's a joke. Cromedy didn't make anything. Now, I grant he only played five games last year. I voted him first team. Yeah, I mean. He, and he, from a statistics standpoint, he's never going to measure up. No. But that's not his no. strength. No. His strength is opening up everything else for everybody else. Yes. And then so I voted Hayes Hammond as my long snapper just because I don't know anything about long snappers. Oh, I voted on him too. I was probably well, that's good. I mean, he's, he's about to start his third year yeah. as a starting long snapper in the league. Again. And we've, you hardly ever notice him because he's doing his job. So more disrespect. The only way to, to fight it is to win. Yeah, uh, which I believe Mississippi State will do. Uh, I, I, this might be the year where I finally take a little enjoyment in going back and finding some predictions, being like, "What were you thinking?" Right. Yeah. Especially, I know MSU fans hate him, right? but I like Barrett Ali. But this is the guy who wrote the article on man Mississippi State every year perpetually underrated. Teams all every year they go in and they pick them last and they finish ahead of that. I don't know why that happens. And then he voted them last. Come on, man. You wrote the article. Well, that guy. That's your friend. He, he, well, we all have a friend we, should, we don't want to have. You have, you have me. to disagree with. You have me. But I like you. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I appreciate that. All right. Speaking of friends, we made a lot of them here today at the Neshoba County Fair. We're going to talk to all of them. Settle in. We got a lot of fun stuff. Don't forget our surprise guest. You are going to love to hear uh, what that rednecker might have to say. <laughs> We'll talk to him a little later in the show, though. Let's get after it. We're just keeping the people coming here today. I, I wish, like I, I mentioned earlier, we're sort of doing things out of order. This is the sixth person I believe we've talked to today, <laughs> but he's going to be first on the show. Yeah, right. and that's Chad Crosswhite, former Diamond Dog, College World Series in 2007. I think that team kind of gets lost in the shuffle sometimes. I think people think about MSU College World Series teams, and they think about 97-98, and obviously the great run State had in the past decade. That 2017 was one of the best stories, and of course, the first Super Regional ever in Starkville. That day, as an atmosphere, we all remember. Tell us about it being on the field. It was hot. Golly, <laughs> it was a it hot, was, man. It was hot. If that's the hottest I've ever been in a game, that may be the hottest I've ever been in my life. You know, it was that was a year that you know, really, no one gave us a chance. I think we were picked to finish dead last in the SEC. Uh, Ended up going to, uh, you know, the Super Regional, winning at Florida State, which was, you know, Florida State was a hot team. Yeah. Um, I was actually in the movie theater. We were all at the movies in Starkville when they called and said, hey, we're actually going to host a Super Regional against Clemson. Yeah. 
that Clemson team had, I don't know how many draft eligible guys. I think they had got 10 guys drafted. One guy drafted in the first round, uh, like one of the top picks. He was their Friday night starter. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just a, it was a team that, you know, we were just gritty. It was a Bulldog team. You know, those guys that, um, that, that was there, you know, Mitch Moreland, Ed Easley, Jeffrey Ray, Josh Johnson, uh, Brian Lanifa, Thomas Berkery, you know, a lot of older guys that kind of took us under that kind of give us that experience. And, you know, we made it Omaha, you know, that's what, that's what your dream is. And, and it, uh, the Lord blessed us and, and we made it and it was, uh, it was awesome, but you're right. Sometimes it does get kind of lost. It was just a long lag. You know, it felt like once we made the Super Regional, and that was a huge deal. But then once we won it at Super Regional, it was just like, man, you know, we're actually going mm-hmm. to go to Omaha. Y'all pitched it really well, at, um, especially at Florida State. Justin Pigott had a great game. JP. Um, and it's the pitching staff there really got hot, it seemed like late. I mean, what, what was your thoughts on how you guys handled that season and especially you know in the postseason there you know i thought we pitched well you know i think uh i threw against uh i think it was was it stetson the first game i'm gonna ask you something about that in a minute Corey kluber was the uh that was their i didn't throw against him but uh the team i threw against stetson and you know it was just a, our pitching staff we kind of went up and down we had um oh it was aaron what's aaron's last name? weatherford weatherford, weatherford yes in yeah. You know, he was kind of on the back end. They kind of put me on the front end. I was really more of a long reliever guy, but they kind of stuck me in there. I had a couple of good little outings. Uh, and our pitching staff, we just kind of it just clicked. It was one of those after the SEC tournament, you know, we faced David Price, Will yeah. Klein, top two pitchers in the in the league. Yeah. Like that, that Vanderbilt team was really loaded. Your David Price, you know, yeah. he was doing the Ric Flair. Didn't even make the uh, College World <laughs> Series, though. No. Yeah, he was wooing he was wooing y'all from the from the every panel? time David Price struck a guy out, he would do the Ric Flair woo like that and he did uh-huh. it. I didn't know that. Vandy boys, man. They don't get to claim that they, they don't get to claim Ric Flair. That doesn't work for me at all. But but the funny thing is, so I was throwing against Price that day in the tournament. This is before Price was picked number one. I bet you there was forty scouts behind a home plate. And uh, I remember like looking out there before I went out there, I was like, man. I might can get seen today. Today might be the chance, <laughs> yeah. right? Look, when Price got off the field and I went out there, there was one guy. <laughs> they all went to the. They all went to the get something to eat, and I was like, "Well, you know what? It didn't maybe this one guy. Yeah, maybe he'll, he'll maybe tell the rest so. of them." I was listening to that game in a pasture. I was listening to Jim Ellis that that '07 SEC tournament, and I was like, "This team probably gonna get two and done." Yeah, regional. He didn't have anything. I got to add no faith. Yeah, I'm a negative person. I'm That's sorry. True. That's true. So this is a, this is an urban legend. We're, you're gonna confirm it here if you if you can. That the night before game one of the regional, Coach Polk was planning on starting Justin Pigott because he was y'all's y'all's number one guy. And Tommy Raffo and Russ McNichol went to him and were like, "We cannot start Pigott. We have to save him for Florida State. You're gonna have to do this. We will we will not go out there with you if you start Pigott in this game. Is that Correct. a true story or not? Correct. It is a true story. That's a, I, I, we have confirmed an urban legend here. Well, uh, yeah, it was a true story. And, it, you know, the thing is, it did work. It, it, it That was about that team, I'm telling you. It just, um, man, you know, all those guys were just, they just, we just clicked. And, man, once we got it rolling, we had a lot of confidence, a lot of swag. But, you know, we didn't have social media back then, so there was not none of this pre-hype video. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
it was like, all right, dude, get your turf, get your cleats. Let's just go out there, you know, like the old school. Yeah. Uh, I will say one one of my memories of Chad was before the one before one of the Super Regional games, they started playing Cotton Eye Joe mm-hmm. on the speakers, and he did the dance. Yes, I, in I, front of the dugout. So uh, that was my one. That was their pregame fight, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. They did the Cotton Eye Joe in front of the dugout. Uh, there you go. I, I did the dance, and you know the funny thing is, we won. <laughs> Should have done it every game. So look, the next day, yeah, they played it again. I did it again. We won. <laughs> Dude, this went on for like you couldn't convince them to I do it in Omaha. Couldn't, I couldn't get them to stop. Yeah. So, but we kept. You know, I couldn't do it in Omaha. Uh, um, it became but, a thing. Yeah. It, you know, and but you're right. Like social media nowadays, you kind of, you know, they would have made it a thing. But that was just us, just living. You know, it just would have been living that. Yeah. Chad. Yeah. Just living that. Chad. That wouldn't have worked. It yeah. wouldn't work. Is there some? Is it special for you to have been on Coach Polk's last College World Series team? It is. You know, guy like Coach Polk. You know, he's everybody always says, right, the legend. Yeah. You know, this is a guy. You know that still sends letters out. I was about to ask. Do you still get your letters? I do. Um, and you know, I I take pride in that. You know, Coach Polk sends letters out, and even Coach Cohen. When Coach Cohen, my first, my last year was his first. Every Friday, we did a Thank You Friday. He made us write a letter out. Hmm. So I took, well, that is a comparison to those two. But, you know, Polk is just, I never heard him cuss. Treated you like a, you know, like a man, even though we were kids. You know, we're just, we're kids. But he was, he was the best. Really was. I mean, I, I, I truly, I can pick the phone up right now and call him. He'll answer, you know, he'll, hey, hey, you know. me <laughs> All the time doing it, you know. <laughs> But he looks so good. If you, I mean, no, they look the exact same. I think. I mean, I think he's looked the same. Being as back life. at Mississippi State has been good for him. I agree. When he was away and they had all these issues with him and John Cohen, I don't think that was good for because that's home. Anytime you got to be away from home, it's never good for you. Agree, a hundred percent. He looks how he looks. So I mean, the man's good. name is on the stadium. He should be there. Really? So I, I agree. So I, personable. So I mean, you can have a anybody can have a conversation with him, and he wants you to come to his house and look at his museum in his house. Yeah. His oven that he's never turned on, <laughs> which blows my mind. What does he eat? I don't know. What does he eat? So he just lunch, order take out. Well, at lunch he would always eat like a Snickers and a hot dog. What? It, yes. So uh, that's what he ate a lot. If we went out to eat, he, he's gonna kill me for saying this. But if we went out to eat, let's say uh, Shoney's, that was you know big. Oh yeah, back yeah, in the Shoney's. Shoney's buffet. He would have. Uh, they would all be the whole team would be over, and he'd be off to the side, and he'd have a whole plate of corn <laughs> <laughs> and he'd eat every minute I mean, you love that guy you know you're yeah. like this, this what a character i think Miss so, he's eight has been incredibly blessed to have had ron polk and mike leach oh my god come through the, i agree i mean I, i've never heard them talk to that. each other but i, I oh my god their conversations out. had to have been legendary if yeah they, if they ever had one i, I would i would pay money to hear the audience <laughs> yeah to that. yes exactly right so uh so what are you doing now I uh, work at uh, Williams Brothers Family Business, and uh, love you know, it. You know I do. Truly blessed. We've got some great honors. You know my mom's one of the honors. Uh, Mr. Sid Williams is uh, the president. He's a great man, great Christian man. Uh, we got a lot of great Christian people in there, and it's just one of those deals that we're just. I'm trying not to really screw it up, Tedra. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to keep it going to help them because. You know, it's just a, it's a unique place. It's just like the fair, you know, people coming in 
see see friends and family all the time there yeah uh truly blessed just to be a part of it really um so we're gonna try to keep it going since 1907 so doing something right doing man something selling right. catfish right so oh, yeah Scary catfish yeah, that's what i was telling them. i was like people call hey um you get catfish yes sir you have superior catfish yes sir Ooh, price is kind of high no nah, i mean all right just give me two boxes i'll be there <laughs> there you go there you go now, i have to assume you and your brother are the favorites in this cornhole tournament coming up come on now two four well, college baseball players sure. you can put the bean bag in the hole <laughs> i can i can put it in there a little bit but you know, there really are some professionals over there. Did y'all know? Really? Yes. Oh, I'm sure. Like, do they have the branded shirts? Oh, yeah. you been over there? I have not. I'm going to have to go check that out. So they, they have like pulled their polos with their name on it, like a bowling shirt. Or oh, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen them on TV, but I didn't know they were going to be here. Wow. You know, I, it's a, that's, a, that's a new thing we're doing. So, I, to be honest, I'm, I'm pretty pumped to watch it. Yeah. Uh, so, it's. I'm glad y'all are here at the fair, man. We couldn't we couldn't resist this opportunity. When he, he said we could make this happen, I said we gotta do it. So I gotta give credit to Clay. Clay's the one that reached out to me and presented this idea. And Good then job, I said, Clay. Okay, well, we're coming to your cabin. Yeah. He's like, Whoa, okay. Uh, Not, I don't know about that. Yeah, oh yeah, we're coming. We're coming. No, but he you. made he made all this happen. We yeah. appreciate the Cross Whites, the Williams, the everybody here Not the Mannings. Yeah. Got hey, take them out. They're 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 the best too. All right. the goat. All right. We like the, the goat. Things too. Respect very, very well we, respected. We Peyton and Arch. Hey. Yeah, yeah. But we want to thank you all for letting us yeah, take up this, great. all this room. This whole porch is covered with our stuff. You've let us sit here and blab and eat catfish. Yeah, we appreciate it. We got one more segment to do, which is the first segment of the show. We We've worked this, backwards. We have here. worked this. And I'm sorry for the children, but we worked this completely bass awkward hey. today. So it's it, we were just going to get after it. Though. Ain't no problem. Look, I appreciate y'all. Uh, Thank you for letting me come yeah. on. Thank appreciate you. it. Appreciate it. Jack Crosswhite, Mississippi State baseball legend. Yeah. Every small town in Mississippi has a local landmark, a place where everybody knows where it is. Everybody's been there. Everybody's gone there. Here. That place is Williams Brothers, and it is owned by this lovely lady right here, Jane Crosswhite. We appreciate you coming on with us. Glad to be here. Tell us about the, the store, because its its roots go back a long, long way. And it, it has, I heard you, there's a there's a side of the family we don't like to talk about. Oh, we have to talk about them, but <laughs> okay. I'm the outcast of the family. No, the family no, no. The outcast, I'm the outcast of the family. No, no, no. So how long has that store been in, in, in business? We've been there since 1907. I mean, that's... You know, it's funny, by the way, for me, is you think about 1907, you're like, wow, it's almost 100 years. Then you think, well, no, it's 2023, Brian. That's right. You've been in business over 100 years. That's right. My granddaddy and his brother started it back in 1907. And it's it's a place where literally anybody who lives in this area, whatever they need, you probably got it there. Well, we try to have something for everybody, but... Well, we we take pride in that. And and you you, you said, you know, you're, you're a cross white. The Williams side of that family... My mother was a Williams. And sort of a famous real relation in there. Very right? famous. And yep. who would that be? <laughs> that would be the Manning boys. But, okay. So, Archie. So how, how are they related? Olivia and I are first cousin. Okay. That's right. So, Olivia's father and my mother were brothers and sisters, and they're the second generation of the so store. They're, ju- they're just managed just really by marriage. They're not really. Uh, <laughs> I don't we know. claim them. We like Peyton. Well. Peyton's all right. You know, no, they worked at the store. And Arch, is, now, is, Ar- 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 is fine. Little Arch, he's fine. <laughs> they're, they're those other ones, though, I don't know about them. They're, they're, they're iffy. So they, 
they actually grew up in that store during the summer. Oh, yeah. Kind of worked there. I mean, what was that? What was that like? Say, yeah, kind of grow. Well, Peyton didn't get to come as much as uh, Cooper did, but um, Eli was the one that would sit. He would. They were both. They would sack groceries. That's mm-hmm. what they did. They would sack groceries. Eli never said a word. Cooper kept something going all the time. He kept pulling pranks on people. That feels like, well, from what we know of them, yes, very. That sounds about right. Yes. Well, now yes. that you see Eli on ESPN on Monday night, now he's the jokester. Yep. Yeah. Like, like, how, how did that happen? I, I think it was in him. They just Cooper was just so overwhelmed, and I think he's trying <laughs> to get everybody back. So, how? Tell us about you know the fair and the store. What's the relationship? Because I have to assume this is the time of year where your store y'all are just hopping all the time. It is. It's. You know, we enjoy it so much. The the Shelby County Fair and Williams Brothers just sort of kind of go hand in hand. And we get to see people one time a year. They come to the fair and they come to the store and we just enjoy it so much. The fair's been around a long time and so have we. I don't think people know it too. So you got a grocery section. Yep. You got clothes. Yep. And then if you want to go in there and buy a $600, $700 pair of ostrich skin cowboy boots, you can do that too. That is truly a one-stop shop. Well, yep, it is. But, you know... With everything growing over time with these big businesses, Walmart, big grocery stores and stuff like that, Williams Brothers has been around for over 100 years at this point. What is the secret to a store having that kind of success and not just having some success flourishing the way that it is? Well, I I really do believe that we have such wonderful, loyal employees. We have customer service. We have employees that's worked with us for 35, 40 years. And, and in today's time, in today's time, people don't have that. And mm-hmm. I, I will say as family, you know, we, we are there. We're working every day. And I think it just means a lot when you're on hands and just just so grateful for everything that's happened and all the people that come and when their kids grow up, they bring their kids back, and they're used to grandparents bringing them in and buying them shoes and boots for back to school. And now they're coming to the fair and bringing them, bringing the little ones back. And then you guys sell superior catfish as well. We sell superior catfish. Been doing it since I believe nineteen. Um, I believe it was not however long they've been superior. We've been we've been doing it. Well, wow. we've talked so much. We've been all these restaurants. We haven't really talked about the retail aspect of superior. That if you are a shopper. You can. There are plenty of stores in this state, and Williams Brothers is one of them, where you can go in there and get you a case of Superior Catfish and take it home and fry it up yourself, which is what you would suggest people do. Come down and get some. When the phone rings and they'll say, you got a box of catfish? They say, yeah, what kind Superior? I'll be there in a little bit. There you go. And you're famous. That's what we do, too. Yep. Exactly. You're famous for your bacon, is what I was told, and your yeah. cheese. Yep. Hoop now, cheese. I, I love hoop cheese. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, you're going to have to stop by on the way That's back. an underrated Mississippi delicacy, yeah. some some hoop cheese. Yeah. I, if I go to a grocery store and they're selling hoop cheese, I know it's a good place. Yep. So, And then what's the bacon? Well, we've been selling uh, sliced bacon. We're one of the few people, if you think about I it, it we sell two and a half tons of bacon a week on a regular week. This mm-hmm. week, fair week, we'll sell more than that, two and a half tons. Mm-hmm. And we'll slice it any way you want. does have the rind on it, but we'll slice it any way you want. Man. Mm. You're right. I am a fixed stop. Yep. You're right about that. That's one thing I've, I, we've, this tour has shown me is that within an hour, hour and 15 minute drive of my house, there's like 20 places I need to go. That's right. And I, I found another one today with, with Williams Brothers. Jane, hey. thank you so much for your Glad time. Glad to be here. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Before, we, before we go, oh, mama of... Two baseball boys. Yeah. One of them, Chad, we'll one of them. Clay went to Mississippi College. I'm the same age as Clay. What was it like balancing that life, and what was your experience like 
you know, going to Mississippi State games with, with Chad? Well, first of all, I got to say, I grew up a Mississippi State girl. My husband and I met, we were both on the rodeo team at Mississippi State. So oh, I, my goodness. I, for, for us to have a son to play at Mississippi State was, you know, we, we, we're, we're diehards. Yeah. When, um, when Chad went to State, and Clay went to Mississippi College the, that day that Chad pitched against Clemson in the Super Regional. Clay was in the All-Star game at um, Trustmark in Jackson. Okay. So I was with Clay. Uh-huh. Chad was pitching. Um, people at Trustmark were kind enough to put the game on for me. <laughs> so to have two play and to answer your question, to have two play in the same time was we, We've got incredible. some great parrots out here today. we got Mr. Crosswell. We had Mr. Hardy earlier. I mean, we... They're doing something right. This area, and of course, you, you, your parents are great people as well. You got a lot. You got a lot to live up to. I do. Good I don't know if I can touch Big I, I, Daddy. I don't know if you can touch that <laughs> legacy. No, nope. no. Miss Crosswhite, thank you for joining us. We Glad appreciate it. Thank so you so much. Thank you. All right, let's take a quick break to thank our the rest of our sponsors. That's our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. Beef, it's what's for dinner. This weekend, any weekend, we it is grilling season. It's hot. It's sunny outside. That means it's time to fire up the grills and have those big cookouts. End of the summer, we'll be here before we know it. You want to have that big summer blowout? Put some beef on the grill. You invite everybody over. You say, "Hey, I'm cooking steaks." You you will have a, a people showing up that you didn't invite. Burgers, and of course, you can go big, big briskets, tri tips, picanhas. Man, there's so many great things to cook with beef. They're all really easy to do if you know what you're doing. And I'm telling you, there's plenty of information out there to help you know what you're doing. I take advantage of it all the time. So, head to the grocery store, pick up some steaks, fire up the grill. Everybody's happy. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. It's the place to find smoked southern soul food. You know, here's the thing, guys. If you want to just go pick up some ribs and pulled pork from uh, from Two Brothers and say that you cooked it, nobody will tell you. Nobody will say anything. Just, just don't go. I won't. I won't I, it'll be our little secret. But I would suggest heading into the restaurant, ordering some smoked wings, ordering some some pork rind nachos, order yourself a couple tacos or maybe a prime rib sandwich. That's the way to go. Enjoy yourself in the heart of the Cotton District with some great smoked southern soul food. And again, another Bulldog Initiative supporting business. You support MSU when you eat at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products, great service. Every business likes to promise it to you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems. And they have for 48 years. Going on 49 a half century almost of service to their customers. And you know that that's how they've stayed open that long because they've taken care of you guys when you've dealt with them. If you need technology for your business, give them a call. And then if you need service, you call them back. You talk to the people who made you the sale, not an overseas call center, not an out-of-state technician, Mississippi people. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. It's hot. It's hot over there. So it's time to head over to Dolce, and it's time to grab yourself a sweet treat. It's a lot more than just sweet treats, though, over there. Bagels, breakfast sandwiches, and coffee in the morning, grilled cheese for lunch. But it is the gelato that keeps you coming in because it's just so good, and you want to treat yourself, and it's hot. So get after it. Head over to 509 University Drive and grab yourself a little pick-me-up from Dolce. All right, our special surprise guest coming up. When we come back, it's a local celebrity of sorts. All of the things I've said are true. Let's get back to the Neshoba County Fair. Ladies and gentlemen, you know that one of the biggest stars in country music, Hardy, is from this area. We could not be more excited to welcome to the Thunder Lightning Podcast his dad, Big Mike Hardy. 
<laughs> What's going on, Brad? I'm good. I'm good. How are y'all doing? We're doing, doing great. Right. Thanks, doing great. Thanks for asking me. You are, you know, for all this as famous as your son is, you are as big a legend in this at this fair as he as he will ever be. Am I correct? <laughs> in in my own mind. <laughs> If you come down to the pavilion tonight, probably about, what, like 10 o'clock maybe, mm -hmm. you will see Big Mike on the stage. No, 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 no. That's a one-time thing. That's just a one-time thing? Yeah, it's a one-time no, thing. No, no, we, we, we need to make that happen. I feel, I feel like you, you could put on a show. Well, I, I did one last night, but that's it. For Friday night. Yeah, I'm done. I don't I'm believe done. One that. night only. That was an exclusive ticket. I can't believe we missed it. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, come back next year. If they, <laughs> if they, if they have the same, same bunch, they usually let me get up and do one. You were telling a story before we got on it because you're wearing a Reagan Bush hat. Yeah. President Reagan spoke here. That's right. That's how long you've been coming to this fair. How no, longer than that? Longer than that. Okay, how yeah. long? Uh, well, I'm 62, so... Uh, you don't look 62. I'll just give you that credit. Well, thank you. I'll give you that I, credit. I appreciate that. Well, um, so, 61 years, 60 wow. years, something like that. Yeah. What does this fair mean to you? Oh, it means everything. It means everything. I mean, it's... Uh, uh, I mean, you know, Christmas is obviously a Christian religious holiday, but I mean, it's it's right there with Christmas. Wow. Well, I mean, uh, where can you go where you grew up and and have a college reunion, a high school reunion, and a family reunion every single year? That's true. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. It really is a special place, and it it's not for everybody to understand that, but for the people of Mississippi that love to be around other people. They love to eat. They love to sit on the porch and talk. This place is mecca. No, oh, it, it, it is. It's awesome. Now I, I know a lot, a lot of, um, a lot of people that marry into the fair. I mean, it, that's hit and miss. I mean, yeah. you know, you you, <laughs> you either love it or you hate it. You know. I, and you got it would, see some angry wives. Like I'm just not. I, can uh, I, will, I will not be back. Yeah. What, what's really cool about it is you have friends that come here all the time. We got Michael Henning over here who's good friends with Clay Cross White in college. I mean, he's he's kind of remained here. I think Mitch Moreland comes here sometimes. You got people that kind of get attached to it. You right, know, you right. Become, you, you become an extension of that family. It's and, like it's like the red dirt. It takes a while to wear off, you know, does. and you want some more. If you you we need to take you over to their cabin. They have a maroon tab. Okay, with good the start. M over, with the M over S on. This is as this is as maroon as it gets in the Hardy family. I like that though. That's what, that's what you know. I, I feel like the rest of the cabin should look like yours. Yeah, they all should. But you know, what do we know, right? And they don't have we, that banner M on their cabin either. Well, no, because this is a man of taste. Yeah, he, <laughs> he knows what's going on here. When when you think about the Neshoba County Fair and all the great moments you've witnessed here, is there you know you mentioned President Reagan, but is there another one that maybe stands out? You're like, man, I can't believe I was there for that. Well, you know, obviously when Michael played the first time here in '21, yeah, and uh, and and he had a he had an awesome crowd. It, it it was great. That you know that was a great fair, and uh, you know it's a rite of passage things too. Like I'm surprised we haven't seen the kids covered in in red red mud and. Because when it rains at the fair, I mean, you got to do that one time in your life, you know. When I woke up this morning about 3.30 a.m. and saw that lightning, I was just like, we're going to be neck deep in mud at this <laughs> fair. But I also thank the Lord. I was like, thank you for cooling it off. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. That was very sweet of him. You know, what was funny is that night, which I still get chills thinking about that concert, the crowd was just unreal. What's favorite son? Yeah, I mean, it was crazy. And Michael said that was a bucket list item for him before he even played. That It rained. That yeah, well, yeah, we had a little light, a light storm, storm in the south. Yeah, they cleared the stage, and by the time I got out front and got back, they were they were coming back on. So that yeah. you know, it only delayed them. And you know, my truck thing. got stuck that night. 
Oh, really? Yeah, it was, it was pretty rough. It was really muddy out there in the parking lot. You're not the first car to get stuck. No. No, no, no. In the parking lot here at the Neshoba County Fair. No. Well, we got to ask you about your son a little bit, about, about, about Michael. And okay. When did, it first, when did it first occur to you, like, my son, he can do this? You know, I guess when he got some of his first cuts as a rider, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, Michael went to uh, East Central. Obviously, y'all were down there together, and and uh, you didn't go to class. You were he, he okay? No, I I rephrase it. He did he didn't go to class. I hope my mom's not listening. Yeah. She's listening now. I'm gonna tell her to listen. But yeah, you know, Michael didn't know what he was gonna do. Yeah, you know, he only thing he knew how to do, and I think it's in one of his songs was uh. He worked for the city department, uh, weed eating in this t- kind of uh, weather, weed eating the cemeteries. Yeah, you know? yeah. But uh, you know, kid never balanced a checkbook in his life. <laughs> it's, it's, it still has it. He still has it. But uh, but you know, he he got a few cuts in Nashville. Well, uh, he he went from East Central. He went to Riders Round with my wife, with Sarah, at, in Nashville, and and he had been playing and 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 kind of doing a little writing on his own. And um, he went to a writer's round up there. I, I'm sure you're familiar with yeah. the writers of songs, not the performers. Right. You know, they get up and actually play, you know, yeah. the songs come from their heart. He he went to one of those with my wife in Nashville. My daughter was there at Belmont. And uh, and he said, uh, Mom, he said, this is this is what I want to try to do. You know, so, you know, ah, yeah. great, great revelation. Yeah. You know, he finally decided it was something he wanted to try to do. And. We've got a family contact up there that actually his mother was raised in, in Bethsaida, um, you know, just south of, of Philadelphia. And his name is Dennis McCoskey. And uh, he he, he kind of mentored Michael to get started, getting writers around start. Dennis, by the way, uh, was in L.A. one time and wrote uh, uh, Maniac. Okay. So with Michael Cimbello, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that was on Flashdance yeah, in the late yeah. 70s. So, so Dennis kind of Tommy took Boy. Yeah. A what? The only Tommy Boy. Tommy 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 oh, was it? All the yeah. mud and well, stuff. Well, I mean, yeah, you, you can't hardly watch TV without seeing Maniac in a commercial yeah, background yeah, yeah. or something. But anyway, Dennis was a, a big mentor with Michael and uh, got him set up with some writers. And Michael got a few cuts. Blake Shelton's God's Country was the biggest thing that happened for him that really and he, he'll tell you, you know, that, re- that really put him on the map as a songwriter. Yeah. And then uh, Tyler Hubbard with Florida Georgia Line, um, Tyler and Brian Kelly, you know, they would take a bus out and they would write on tour. And uh, they, they would write during the daytime. And then at night after their show, Tyler would come on the bus and say, what do you have? And they would have the tra- tracks ready to go. So Michael wound up with uh, six or seven on, on one of the albums they had called uh, You Can't Say I'm can't say i ain't country yeah and uh you know it just kind of went from there tyler hubbard encouraged michael to uh to go out and and try the artist thing so so uh you know very appreciative how, how surreal is it as a dad when you see him oh. those big stadiums and things oh it's it's 100 percent surreal i assume you went up to oxford for that for that. yeah i was up there those two First days off, i know wearing mississippi man. state stuff by the way oh my man i was about to go that route with you i was like well, what did you wear up there man? oh yeah and, have, and hardy is i mean he's always got the msu stuff he rocks the well, got a tattoo cowboy yeah. t- a cowbell t- uh, yeah. tattoo was on yeah there. yeah i used to take him to games when he was little i've been on the uh uh, chain crew. I officiated high school football in Mississippi for thirty years. Okay, JUCO ball for uh, around twenty. Okay, and I've been on the chain crew since uh, two thousand. Okay. So, so Michael, you know, how old was he in two thousand? He was ten years old. 
So he, he would ride up, sneak in with us to, to games, you know. But he'd always show up at halftime to get the Snicker bar and the Gatorade. But, but, That's uh, smart. That's working smarter. But, you know, to have never cracked a book at State, you know, I was telling, uh, I was telling Robbie earlier that uh, uh, he's got a new bus now, and it's, it's Mississippi State Maroon, and, it, and it's, he named it Bully. So Love so to hear it. Bully the bus. What One thing I'll say is I was surprised when Michael got to where he was, not because he got to where he was, but the, the music that he got into. Because when we were at EC, me and him were big into A Day to Remember, uh, Three Days Great, like these, you know, like rock stuff. Right. At the core, I, f- I feel Michael Hardy's a rock guy, but he has found such a niche in there with the country music because it's him at the core. I mean, you can you can back that up. I mean, the stuff that he writes about is well, it's country stuff. Yeah, it's country he, lyrics. He is a country guy, uh, and, uh, yeah, and you is. don't like when I'm around him at EC. I don't, I didn't see that. But whenever you get to know him a little bit, you know his background, and you know kind of where he comes from. He's a real red. He's a he's a real redneck. He is a real redneck. Absolutely, <laughs> he is. People use that word sometimes. That it's a negative. It's not. No, no. I use it all the time, uh, and I've never I've never thought of it as being yeah. a negative or derogatory. But but uh, th- this day and age, everybody yeah. using anything that comes out of your mouth as being. Uh, <laughs> you're not. You're not right. I, I want to say too, Madison, his daughter is supremely talented, mm-hmm. and she will come on the stage every now and then and sing with Michael. Too. Oh, really? And she is. I mean, this is a. This is a music family. family, yeah. Where I mean, where did that come? Where are you on this? Why aren't you up there singing? Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm waiting for my turn. He's the root. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, influencer me. You know, especially <laughs> with Michael. Not so much Madison, but but uh, uh, but my wife played piano, sang in church. Uh, Madison sang in church when she was three, and uh, you know, she entered all the contests. She was Jimmy Rogers. Youth talent winner, and okay. she'd go all over the state and win these contests. She was valedictorian of her class. She was star student, yada, 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 yada. So she wanted to go to Belmont. So we, we felt like we owed that to her, and boy, did we owe it. We're out of state tuition at Belmont. <laughs> one, one, one child was a valedictorian, the other one you said never cracked a book. Oh. Yeah. That's funny like how that sometimes. It doesn't, yeah. I, well, you know, you know it's, it's all a God thing. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, if, had Madison never gone to Belmont, you know, Michael, he he would have never done what he's doing now. Yep. I mean, she she clearly made, you know, made the path for him to, to get up there. Now we're all up there. So. What, a, yeah. what a great story. It's Phil weird. Served hard work. They, they both worked their tail off, I know. Um, and you guys have been great influences, too. I mean, we're, I'm a huge Hardy fan. I listen to everything he plays. I think he's the best songwriter in the business right now, so... Thank you, thank you for, thank you and your wife for making this happen. I appreciate you making time for us. I'm mean, your yes. busy man out there. Oh man, I like to do it. He you know, I make the rounds. Yeah, I like to make. He, the he he's like, oh, I'll sit in for a minute. <laughs> as, as long as y'all don't cut into my uh, my cousin and I are in the cornhole tournament over here. Yeah. You know, so so I got first done. place out of you now. No, no, no. We we hope we win one. I got you it. know we hope we win. Um, Omaha, Mike, Michael, and I. We got a chance to go to Omaha. That was that was. The bucket that, list thing. Yeah, I um I, I saw it. Michael's show. So Michael was like in the middle of Iowa or something, and when when State booked the booked the trip to the championship. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, he's he's gotten to be good friends with Todd Rees, and uh, Todd helped us out on on uh, the in and outs out there. But uh, Michael's childhood friends. It was uh, Matthew Tingle, Chance Barfoot, and uh, Caleb Tingle. 
I went, one of my buddies from Chicago, so we hung out all week and just had a blast. We need to get back up to Omaha very soon. Yeah, yeah, very soon, very soon, yeah. Big Mike Hardy, local legend and the father, of course, of the one and only Hardy. Appreciate your time. This is great. Absolutely. Uh, Thanks for asking me. I'm glad to be here. Y'all enjoy the fair. Uh, Did did you guys bring this... uh, this front through and this uh, this lower humidity. Thunder lightning. There you go. There you go. No, I, I appreciate it. I've really had a good time in Georgia. Thanks thank, for asking. Thank you for time, Mike. Appreciate you, man. Absolutely. Thank y'all. All right. Now we got to talk. We got to talk some sports on this show too. We've talked catfish. We've talked the city of Philadelphia. We've talked all these great people out here at the fair. Let's talk some sports. Former Mississippi State quarterback Michael Henning joins us now. You have you have on your resume one of my all-time favorite Egg Bowl wins. Okay. The 2005 Egg Bowl because A, totally dominated Ole Miss that day. That's right. From start to finish. You had a great day that day. Um, and then Jarius Norwood had a great day that day. And what I always remember that game is Norwood getting hurt. That's right. And then coming back out and the crowd going crazy when they saw him come out. Oh, yeah. When he first came into the huddle, what did he say to y'all coming back from injury? We're going to do it. Yeah. He was like, let's go. And uh, But that's the kind of guy Jairus was. Jairus was a – I mean, he was a – he'd build you up better than anybody mm-hmm. else. And, and it, when he said, let's go and we're going to do it, we would do it. Everybody yeah. believed in it. And I remember about that game, it was sort of a showdown between Jairus and on the other side was Patrick Willis. That's right. You know, And it, it was going to be – who had the better game that day was probably going to win the Connerly Trophy. That's right. And probably have that that moment. Norwood rushes for 200-plus yards. I think he scored four touchdowns in that game. Yeah, you call, threw, call one and think Bryson Davis Bryson caught two, yeah. And you, so you threw two touchdowns yeah, that day. Two, yeah. I remember you hitting Omar Connor for a big gain in that game, too. That was one of the few games where he played a receiver and it kind of worked. For That's him. right. That's that right. Game. That Ole Miss team, they weren't great. That was Ed O's first year. That's, yeah, but y'all dominated from start to finish in that game. Yeah, our our line we played we played unbelievable. I mean, we got the ball rolling quick and uh, never really looked back, and then was able to get down in the red zone and and make things happen, which was fun. <laughs> and then on the other side of the ball, Jeremy Johnson with three picks that day. That's right. You had to enjoy watching him get three picks. Oh man, he he was he was he was Jarius Norwood on the other side of the ball, yeah. like the build you up and we're going to do it and. I mean, he after he had his first pick, you could see it in his eyes that it was like it was going to be a day for him. Yeah. What was? It, how do you kind of sum up your time at Mississippi State? Not a, not a lot of highs for the program at that time, but yeah, you know, it was one of those deals where they needed a, a really big transition from the previous program. And they had to clean a lot of things up, and that's one thing that you know that Sylvester Croom and his staff did really well is create a program that was blue collar. A program that was doing things the right way. I mean, how did you kind of sum up your time? You know, I, I sum up my time. My first meeting, I walked into, and uh, some of the guys that had been there walked in late, and I'm here. I am this freshman. I'm a five foot eleven, 168 <laughs> pounds, sitting on the front row, thinking that how in the world am I going to compete with these guys? And he kicks two of the best starters off the team. Right then, right there, they had started for the, the whole time they had wow. been there, and he was like, let's go. But, you know, it was one of those things that that's what he did. He said, this is going to be my – this is going to be how we're going to run this program, and we're not going to change. And, and he did, and he stuck to his guns, and, that you know, that's what eventually got him, you know, fired because yeah. you, you can only do that so long in the world that we live in today. You know? Yeah, yeah. Another big win for you in your career, and had to be big being an Alabama kid, to go to Tuscaloosa and get the win over there. That was a game that, you know, you think back to that season, Mississippi State had struggled a good bit in 2006. 
and to go to Tuscaloosa and knock off that Alabama team there, for you especially, had to be a huge moment. It was. You know, me and Kroom kind of had a uh, – we kind of had a – a bonding experience for that because you know what he had gone through you know he thought he was getting that job at Tuscaloosa and it kind of meant a little bit more to him which it meant a little bit more to me too and you know right there at halftime when uh, we held John Parker Wilson getting into that end zone and Gabe uh, Gabriel Neal stopped him and Titus was part of that and I mean, when they went back and looked at it and called him uh, no touchdown, I mean we went crazy you can tell me me and Kroom hugged and we took off sprinting I'd never seen Kroom sprint until that moment, and he sprinted to. The what was he room. like in the locker room? Oh, he was throwing, five minutes. To he catch was his throwing stuff. It was. <laughs> oh, it was. It kept, it got us going. That's yeah, for sure. I was at that game, and I remember going there just to kind of have fun. But I never thought State had a, ch- a chance. Yeah, That's the best kind of upsets right there. What for sure? What, did y'all feel like leading up to that week? Did y'all prepared? Did y'all feel like you were going to yeah. win that game? You see the chill bumps on my arms talking about. Yeah. It. Yeah. No. Then another big part of that was Titus Brown. He's from Tuscaloosa. Yeah, Tuscaloosa yeah. didn't even look at him. You know, they talked to him a little bit, but yes, we we 100% thought that we could go in there and, and and beat them. You know, of course, you know, in the back of your mind, you're always thinking that there's a chance that you will beat somebody, you know, and it was one of those things where everything just went right. I mean, from the, from the very first pass when I rolled out and hit Tony Burks to... I mean, it was just it was just one of those days. You threw two scores now, one, right? Burks and Jamel Smith. Jamel yep. Smith, yep. I love Jamel Smith. Oh man, very what underrated. A great competitor for me. He had like over two hundred yards against Arkansas in 08. Yeah, yeah. no, oh seven, oh seven, seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Titus Brown. So I wrote about him earlier this year. One of the most nobody talks players. about him because the teams that he was on weren't great. That's right. Those. And both of those games, he kind of wheeled Mississippi State to the win. I think he was oh, the 100%. one that had the hit. On that interception that Anthony Johnson got, yes, and then he had the sack to end the game in that same game in a hundred. Yeah, that, that he he was one of those when, like I said, it meant more to him. But when he put his mind to something, I mean, he was he was an animal, man. He was he was one of those people that you did not want to line up in front of him. All right, now you're an Alabama guy. Why are you here at the Neshoba County Fair? Oh man, I love this. This is like <laughs> if if I could move here, I'd move here. I've, I've been coming here with Chad. It's a cabin. I've been coming here with Chad for since 2006, and, mm-hmm. and hadn't really let up. And have made my. I mean, my wife comes, my two daughters come. I mean, it's it, it's a. We set this week out. Unfortunately, my well, fortunately, my daughter made cheerleader for the junior varsity team, so we've got to go back on Sunday night. But uh, normally, we spend the whole week. And so, how often do you get to make it back to Starkville? So Starkville, uh, we used to go about once or twice a year to, to the games, and but now uh, my wife is opening in a uh, boutique there, okay. right off Academy Road, right across from Obie's. All right, what's it called? It's called Splurge, uh, and it's a women's boutique. She's got jewelry and everything. You would encourage customers to do exactly that when they're yeah, in there. and we won't tell is our slogan. So it's Splurge, we won't tell. <laughs> nice. So just just women's clothing. I can't I can't find something nice for me. They got the big guys. We can get you a gift card. And then maybe a gift card work. <laughs> I got two daughters. So that'll work. There you go. That'll work. So hey, Obi serves superior catfish. By the way, right across the street. You can go too. get your catfish. I mean, right across the street. Million dollar idea. You serve two of mankind's needs at one place. You yeah. Beat a path to your door. <laughs> and so that's, um, there you go. That's the truth. When you watch Mississippi State. Nowadays, you know what? What do you think? What, what, what do you see? Well, you know, think about this new team coming up. I know you had to be a little sad that you didn't get to play in the air raid. Oh, and throw it man. sixty times a game, man. That y- yes, and that's every quarterback's dream, but especially yeah. one. 
you know, some quarterbacks have a stronger arm. Some quarterbacks are, you know, just a smarter quarterback. Yeah. And they, you know, just kind of fit in where they get in. But, yes, with, with the arm that I had, I would have loved to have played in that offense. That How far are you throwing now? Right now, if I said go, go, go pitch it down. Over the mountain. Right now, if you put me on the spot with all these people, I'd probably throw it about 75 yards. <laughs> And then, and then he'd and it would be the it'd be the only time somebody I'd find a football. Then he'd go upstairs and and and, and ice. We wouldn't see him the rest of the ice day. Yeah, I'd, ice, be, ice, I'd be running around like that. <laughs> Did you feel like you guys? Uh, I don't think that that crew gets enough credit on the transition that they had with Damon. Did you feel like you guys set that program up for success moving forward? The rush that you had, the way that it, the way that y'all had done things. Did you feel like you guys had really? settled things down for Mississippi State whenever you left? I do feel like that. I feel like that. I think a lot of the guys that, that played with Kroon that we you know, it was a it it was a mindset. It, you know, if you're if you're five minutes early, you're late. You know, it was just it was one of those things like it looked like the first meeting I walked into. Those guys come in with a new head coach and you walk in late and come on. Like we would have never ever done that. It was a respect thing and that's why I think I mean you look at Titus Brown running a successful restaurant in Tuscaloosa. Yep. You look at uh, some of the other people that have gone TSX, uh, S, whatever the train, STX, contract with Dutch. Yeah, Fitzhugh. Fits you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. These guys, I mean, yeah, he was on Letterman or that's something, right. or something yeah. like that one yeah. time. Yeah. Well, he, turned down a, he turned down a contract and yeah. to take that, which was, was the smartest thing he could have done. Yep. I just, it just occurred to me, if, I'm, if I did my math right, we're coming up on 15 years of the 07 team and the Liberty Wall. Yeah. Do you ever, you ever think about that? Like, I've been. Out of college, it's so yeah. I, mean, I got a twelve-year-old dog. Oh, it hurts. I mean, it, it, it stings. Yeah, and it's not slowing down. So, no, so obviously Hennigverse and Montgomery. And Montgomery. Um. So what if you're there now? What have you been doing since you? Left I was told you were State? bringing a seat your coat. I. You don't want it right now. No, not right you, now. I can send you one. <laughs> for the I'll weather, send it to yeah. you. So right now I'm just you know like right, got two daughters raising them, uh, working in the family business, helping my wife out with her business when I can and. Try to play a little golf when I can this time yeah. of year. You know yep. we're not we're not as busy as we normally are, so trying to get the handicap down a little bit. Which of your former teammates you keep in touch with the most? I talked to Titus Brown a lot. I talked to Zach Harrington a lot. Uh, That's a name I hadn't heard. Zach Harrington. Uh, yeah, gosh. I talked to Titus a lot. Every time I go through Tuscaloosa, I try to stop at Flavors and get uh, get my soul food. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I had, I, next time I'm in Tuscaloosa, yeah, it's in the oh, he's mall. in the mall, yeah. Galleria. He's okay. Yeah, in the mall right mm-hmm. here. It's. Divine. When next time we go to, to cover a Bama game, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna stop there. I feel good. Yeah, you ain't gonna twist. My I get over Starkville Country Club a lot, so I see Phil Silva, see all those. Oh yeah. So. Oh gosh. Oh yeah. I, I won't. I, we we're a family program. I'm not gonna ask you to tell. Yeah, me. you don't want any Phil Silva <laughs> stories. Not on here. It's interesting. You talk about hitting first, family business, Superior Catfish, family business. We talked Williamsville, to, to Williams, right? Yeah, that, that, that's family business. I, I like that. Yeah, I like talking about that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm glad we gave you the opportunity. And it's good to see you, man. Yeah, good to see you. Michael Henning is a guy. I'll be honest with you, that's not a name I thought I was ever going to get to talk to. I know. Ever again. So glad to have you on the program, man. Appreciate. Thanks for having. Me. Appreciate you, Michael. For a lot of people in Mississippi, when you say fried catfish, the first name they're going to say is Pence. That is a, a statewide brand, as people know it from from South Haven to to Biloxi. They know about Penn's Fish House. And, of course, this is some delicious Penn's fried catfish provided by this man, the owner of Penn's, Michael Penn, here at the Neshoba County Fair. Penn, first off, thank you very much for the, for the catfish. You're welcome. We appreciate You're that. You're tempting him badly. Right, with this I mean, sitting right in front of him, he's when, trying to work right when now. When I tell you that I could eat everything in this tray and not bat an eyelash, I'm not. <laughs> there's not exaggeration in that. Eat and talk. I, I, if, if we, we do that all the time. It would, it would make for bad radio. That's, that's a Richard Cross move. I don't, I don't, I don't do that. So, 
Penn's, how long has Penn's been in business? Around about 56 years. My dad started. Wow. Yep. And been serving Superior Catfish for how long? Oh, we've been coming to the fair here for 35 years. I, I don't to say, I'm not sure about that, probably, get, oh, you know, over 40. You know, we've talked, we've been to around the state, and we've been to some of these little, these little catfish places. They're small places. Yep. Pens is a whole different kind of operation. How does Superior work with you guys to provide the kind of demand that you have? Uh, you know, in the beginnings, you know, everybody has to trial and error and learn. But if we ever left Superior, we went straight back to them because it's just not in, in comparison. Uh, their their catfish matches our breeding. Mm-hmm. If that's, I don't know if everybody understands that, mm-hmm. but something about they're it, both top quality. Something, something about it, it just. Yeah, it works together. How did all this start for Pens? You talked about your dad running the business. You've taken over now. Where did y'all get y'all start, and how did it kind of branch out to be in the franchise that it is today? The uh, my dad was uh, younger of three boys, and uh, he was in the logging business. And the younger one, and the older boys started coming in the logging business. My granddaddy started, and it kind of pushed him out because he was the young guy, and he said, "Well, what am I going to do?" And he he just had had thought about a fish house. He think he got the idea down in Hasburg somewhere, and he, he just started. So he did it. He opened up a catfish house. And uh, we used to feed a lot of people out there. I was a busboy there for many <laughs> years. And uh, that's when they didn't have uh, nothing but uh, – they didn't have fillets when he started. Yeah. And uh, they could see the people coming in and fish. didn't have anything but catfish, whole catfish, french fries, hush puppy, and coleslaw, and they'd just start cooking. You know, we can feed 600 people on Friday night oh, wow. at that old store. Yeah, I could eat that now. And they were all eating that. How, how many Penn's locations are there now? Uh, we're down, uh, like we, I think we got about 10 at the most. There has okay. been as many as 17 or 20. Wow. And um, these days, ever since COVID, we started shutting a few down. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's everybody, yeah. though. Everybody's it's having help. What I said at the beginning, do you agree with that? that in Mississippi, if you say we're going to eat catfish, a lot of people say, oh, are we going to Penn's? Well, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty well known. We we got a strong chicken too, yeah. and uh, we mix them both together. Well, if you want to bring chicken on a stick, chicken by we won't say nothing about. Oh, we'll that, we'll bring that next. That huh? Chicken on a stick, Brian. I mean, no, we had to concentrate on somebody. Let right. somebody let Sanderson Farms. We know we're doing a tour with them too, or, or whoever does the chicken. Yeah. Every time I come to the fair, I go to Pens. That's where I get. That's where I get my food at either nighttime or lunch. And I have a very difficult decision: do I want catfish or do I want chicken on a stick? See, you and get both. Yep. It's just what Get that bowl of catfish and put that stick across the top. Why, why would you not do that? Well, now you've given me a great idea for later. I can't believe you hadn't thought of it before. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll handle that later. So, you said 56 years in business. Yep. What are you looking forward to for the, for the next 56 years? Well, uh, I have a twin brother. We're, we're, he has his pens, and I, I have my stuff. And we, we separated ever since Daddy kind of went out because you know family has to yeah but he has his family and they can do the pins thing and do what they want work when they want do what they want to do and do whatever and then i have all mine and that opened up the doors for i got all my kids which two or three daughters and my son's probably gonna help some he's out of state right now but we're all in this together now and we're blowing it up we uh we cater that's yeah. kind of our big deals like six rigs that stay cooking somewhere all the time we how, much, how much do you enjoy coming to the fair Oh, yeah, it's good. It's all at the Choctaw Indian Fair, too, right? Yep. We need to have a Thunder and Lightning Fair and let them cater as well. Fine with me. Well, we, we, I bet, I bet if, we, if we started trying to put together the Thunder and Lightning Fair, we'd get more vendors. 
than you could ever imagine because they would all think the same thing. Well, hey, dad will be there, so we'll make our money. They just show up. Where's the people at? Yeah, no, it's just us. It's just for me. Yeah, it's, I don't know what you were thinking, thing. but yeah. This I is. said it was the thunder and lightning fair. <laughs> Here we are. So as long as we pay the bills, nobody's going to say That's it. That's right. Uh, Michael Penn, Penn's Fish House. Great legacy in the state of Mississippi. Great legacy with Superior Catfish. Thank you so much for us, and thanks again for the delicious catfish. I'm going to go start eating some of it now. We'll come back with the chicken on a stick and a Woo! little fried shrimp. Oh, yeah. Crawfish tail. Just keep it coming. I won't say that. I cheese bites. I, I didn't know if Brian was going to like this place or not, but I'm starting to shift. I'm starting to, I'm starting to feel good. I'm starting to the, feel like I belong here. The heat and the mud, and I didn't know if that was going to mesh. Well, right it's not bad. The heat's not that bad today. So that's that's true. It's better today. It actually feels really good today. And it sells the dust. There you go. Yep. Thanks so much for your time. Well, we appreciate it. Thank y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, the president of <laughs> Superior Catfish. No, he's not on. Ah. Try again? Yeah. Can I do it again? All right. Don't need to unrecord and re-record? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the president of Superior Catfish. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate what you've done for Superior Catfish. I can't say enough. You're getting chucked off. I, I feel, hey, you guys are like family to me now. Didn't I tell you that here? When did I tell you that? It was a like long Early time. on. It was the second Stop. Early on. I told you you guys were getting like family to me. Yeah. I feel like it. So and we, I like I the love that on, on the cat. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. So I, I'm excited. Yeah. I feel like the friends we've made on this tour and the people we've met has been phenomenal. Yeah. And uh, you know, as we look at the next twenty five years at Spear Catfish, I feel like this will be a definite stepping stone for us. I like to hear that. Well, it's Jones. been uh, to me it's been it's just a, a life-changing thing to be able to do something like this. We get to do our jobs, but at the same time have so much fun yeah. going across the state, meeting new people, like you said, eating some great catfish, going to these great restaurants and seeing the people there. And you guys are, are really, the, the people in Superior Catfish are really hidden gems. I, I told Brent, I feel like Superior was a hidden gem in the state, but you, you people are the ones that are the hidden gems. What do you mean, you people? The people with oh, well, cap. Okay, you you guys are the ones that that make it so special, and and if you talk to the people at the um, at you know Lake Teacotta, Longs Fish Camp, all these places we've been to, if you talk to those people, one of the main things that stood out to them is the relationships they built with y'all, and the catfish is incredible, but what puts it over the top is the relationship piece that you guys have, the ability to have that that kind of connection that you have with, with the people that you work with, I think that has meant a lot to people, meant a lot to us too. Well, that's what I was thinking when Michael Penn came in here and was talking. I just, it's like a flashback. I learned to know his father years ago, and when he'd have a problem, it seemed like I was the one that would be sent over there to talk to Mr. Penn and try to settle him down. Yeah. Why that was, I don't know, but it, I, I learned a lot of things from Mr. Penn, and I appreciate that, and they're just like family to us. <laughs> if they've got a problem, we've got a problem. And that's just, I, I love that culture, what we've created there at Superior. And I, I just, I think that's part of what makes people want to do business with us is they know they're going to be taken care of just like family. Yeah. Well, Robbie gave you this long, eloquent answer. I was just here for the catfish. I, oh, I just wanted to eat. And I, they told me. He's not a very sentimental person. They go back that's and get okay. free catfish. That's if okay. I showed up and I was like, yeah, that's great. Right. That, that, that works too. And so, and it's the best catfish I've ever had. So. Well, thank you. But no, Fred, if being serious. 
this was like an idea that we had. It was just, there was just sort of a, a thing we said out loud. Right. And then Robbie Koblenz helped us grab hold of it. Superior Catfish made it a reality. We appreciate you guys so much. We're glad. Anything Robbie and I have been able to do for you, we have been, to, to quote another restaurant, it's been our pleasure. Well, thank to you. To do that. Thank We've enjoyed it. And we look forward to continuing this relationship. Absolutely. I hope we can do some more of this. Oh, and ne- next year, we'll, we'll, we'll be back on the tour, but only if your restaurant sells superior cat. That's right. That Talk to this man. That's right. Get the best catfish in the state of Mississippi, the best catfish you can find anywhere. You call Fred Johnson. He'll make it happen for you. Thank you. If you're, a li- if you're listening out there and you're a local restaurant and you sell catfish and you're not selling superior, you're, you're cheating your customers. They could be doing a lot better with our friends at Superior Catfish. And... You never know. Then me and Robbie might show up, and we'll give you a free day's worth of advertising. And all you got to do is give us a little catfish. Hey, that's right. So that's that's perfect. Fred, thanks so much. Thank you, guys. Thanks, sir. This is the final stop on the Thunder and Lightning Catfish Tour presented by our friends at Superior Catfish. We thought of no better way to finish it up with the man who was with us on the first uh, stop back at the Little Dewey in Starkville. Brent Johnson, Superior Catfish. I've already forgotten your title. It's been so It feels like two years ago that we started this. What you is your what? title? My title is just Chief Fish. No, whatever it takes. Just the gopher. Yeah. There you go. The whatever. confidence from, from the first from the first time we talked to him to yeah. now. Has He's just, a, a seasoned veteran at this yes. point. Much like we're going to enjoy some delicious seasoned catfish uh, later today mm. here at the Neshoba County Fair. We've been talking to everybody. We talked to Fred Johnson. We talked to Pamela Jones. We talked to Jermaine Washington. We, we talked to all these great people from Superior. And the family vibe has come through with every single one of them. That's a testament to you and your company that you've been able that from the top down, they believe in it. Absolutely. You know, I can't say enough good about Superior working there. That's, that's what we're founded on. That's what, I mean, I love going to work. It's, I get... It's not a problem for me to go to the plant every single day and do what we do there because it's just that. We're all friends. It's just, it's incredible. It really is. You can sit around, drink a cup of coffee. Nobody's getting on to you. We can all have fun. That's that. I mean, it's a good place. It's a good place. Your job, if that's what it's like, you just hang out and enjoy yourself. If you can sell some cat catfish and eat some catfish, come on. Well, They're going to stick you in that freezer down Buddy, there. I can sell and I can eat. Is that the guy I've proven here on this tour? All the free catfish you can eat. But is it going to be fried? Or is I, I got to do the microwave thing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I demand my own You're gonna tasting room with a fryer in it. That's what I have to have. We got that. Right. We, we can fix that up. Let Fred know I'm coming. I need. I need. A, I don't need. A, I don't even need a corner office. Some of the best catfish we've had on this thing was when we went. To was that your desk? That was, so, conference that was so crazy. They were like, hey, fry up some catfish real quick. And they did, and it was delicious. They yeah. had the superior breading on there, too, it was. so that made it good. That that's that stuff there is second to none. I'll 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 stand on that. I'll stand on that one. As I should. can too. I've I've already used it twice. I used it to air fry uh-huh. fish and then I fried some. Yeah. And it's yeah, and like best potato part. chip. Oh my gosh, so I bit into that thing and it cracked. You know what? I probably told you this, but it's interesting. When you go and fry that up, you probably did, and they say, Oh, this breading's so good. This breading's so good. Where do you get this breading? I'll say it right now. If uh if you don't if the fish is bad, they won't say a thing about that breading. That's they're, true. They're, they just throw I have a million dollar bad. breading, but if you got ten cent fish, nobody cares. That's exactly right. You don't have that with superior catfish. You got not ten cents, not ten cents. That's nothing but the best every time. What has this tour been like for you? Because you've been with us at every stop. You know what? I, I can't say good, enough good and enough. 
excitement that I've had and felt from this tour. Um, <laughs> I feel like really it's put Superior on the map. For sure in Mississippi, and I think it's it's reached out beyond this mm-hmm. content we put out. The people that have come on, and um, it's we've had people that have bought in the past that have come back. Our in-store sales traffic at the plant is up. It just seems like people are coming out of the woodwork just wanting superior. And you know, you know that your your catfish is going to these restaurants. You know they're selling your catfish. But when you go to a place like we went to Seafood Junction and you see people piling superior catfish onto their plate, not saying that I did that, even <laughs> though I did, but I mean, that's got to feel good, right? You're like, man, they are the buffet is going and everybody has just got two, three, four, five pieces of catfish on their plate. Oh, yeah, there's no feeling like it because, you know, I've eaten every fish out there basically. And I know when you put superior on that plate, I know what you're getting. Yeah. And uh, I know why people are eating it because it's the best. It's good when you get a good piece of fish. It's it's next to about anything out there. Yeah, I think you've got the best kept secret in Mississippi in terms of catfish. Um, there's just not enough people that that have known them. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't know about Superior Catfish until Robbie Kobitz presented this to us, and it literally changed me when I ate it. And he's been converted. Saw and, the and road the to the thing masses. is, you know, you know, Brian and I have always said Little Dewey has the best catfish in Tarpon. Little Dewey has the best catfish. We didn't so know. Why. We never knew it was Superior. And now that you know, now that I know who's serving what, and you taste that catfish, it really, there's nothing like to me. And I'm, I'm a big catfish lover. Brian is, too. We love our catfish. And to me, Superior is the best. You don't know what that means to me to hear you guys say that, what, you, what that your impression has been of Little Dewey's, knowing that they've sold Superior. Because that is what we strive for every day. The people that get our fish, and that is what this is all about, is to get people to know when they eat good fish, ask. It's, it creates demand for Superior. Ask yep. for where you get your fish. So I texted Brent on Wednesday. I was at Media Days, and they had fried catfish for dinner, for lunch. I was upset to hear about that. I don't know why that. you should not have been upset, because I sent him a picture of it, and I was like, I guess you've just spoiled me, because this is awesome. Wasn't any good? It was not good. And then he was just like, he got upset he was like where is that and i was like no 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 i'm in nashville <laughs> this isn't anywhere that you're selling catfish to but they you need to be because it was not a pleasant experience and yet everywhere i've been here on this tour has been an incredible experience when we've been I made mean, a little doing and then we go to to enterprise which was a lot of fun i think we should give long's fish camp a quick shout out here not open for business that day yes and opened up for us to come in and brought some people in and that was great Chris, uh, Chris Reed at Clarkson's, uh, one of the nicest guys I've ever met, found my credit card and, and, and just got it back to me. He could have just swiped it right there. He, I could have had a lot of catfish on my tab. And yeah. I've never known. Uh, of course, Lake Tiakata. I know Robbie enjoyed that stop more than any other. Uh, Seafood Junction was, my, I'll be honest, my favorite stop because yeah. it was all you could eat. Because I could just keep getting the catfish and nobody could stop me, you know. And, and sometimes. And now here we are at the Neshoba County. Buffets, you know, the food gets soggy. It's not very good. Mm-hmm. They're there's been a consistent the whole I knew I smelt something. It's behind us. I knew I, my ears the, the good up. folks from Pens have showed up. We're yeah, talking I, to them. Uh we, we we will have already a little behind the baseball here, a little inside baseball that uh we're we're doing this a little out of order. We haven't eaten yet, but we're gonna talk to uh, Michael Penn from Penn's Fish House. That is correct me if I'm wrong, that's your biggest customer in this state. How does well, it, in terms of restaurants. They probably, and they're our longest-term customers. Okay. They've been with us. They, they, they've tried to cheat on us. They've tried to... Nah. They've tried to look Keep under, coming back. They've looked people under know, the ground. People know when you're not doing You know, that's, that's an interesting story. Pam, the one that was on the second stop, my sales partner, yeah. 
she was working the competition, and she went in there and tried to steal that away from Superior back in the day. Where is I think, Damn. I think they had it like one week, and they said, come pick this catfish up. we got to get Superior back in here. <laughs> That's so, what we like to hear. So pens have been long-term. They they understand. They recognize the quality, and they're they're good good people, good family people. We Yeah, we've got a good relationship with them. Are we going to do this again next year? I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, I think, next, done, I think next year is going to be bigger and better than this year. And I just want to give a shout-out before I'm done here for Thunder and Lightning. Brian Haydad, Robbie Falk, you guys have been amazing. I, I love the friendship that we have. You guys have done an incredible job, better than I could have ever imagined. I feel like we have, we've made tremendous steps for what we've wanted to achieve as Superior. Well, our goal, that create the demand, branding our catfish as Superior. And uh, like it's already been said, if anybody that wants to get on this tour, give us a shout-out, but there's only one stipulation. You what gotta is, be what is it, Brian? you got to be selling Superior catfish. And you won't be sorry. And you will not be sorry because you get to see Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk show up and tell everybody how great your business is. And you and if you're not listening to the Thunder and Lightning podcast on a regular regular basis, you need to. But they, <laughs> they give you the best just, the yeah. best the I'm best up to date sports information news that you're gonna get. And it's you a, need to be listening superior to your podcast. There you go. You might want to change that. I'm gonna change your name we'll add that in there somewhere. Well, you know, maybe maybe a sponsorship could be worked out. <laughs> well, we can we can work with that. But I'm not giving one last shout out. Put the put the camera on Robbie Koblitz. He's he's the, man, there. he's the man he behind this. But I'm telling you, he's done a phenomenal job yeah, lining this up, doing all, all these hard great work videos and how good they look behind the scenes. Yeah. Robbie and his team, Ben and Carly, they've done a tremendous job and yep. all the hard work with no kind of no glory. Put it on put it on Koblitz. I'm not stop. I'm not. He's the one paying the bills. He's the one telling you what to do. There it is. And I really think that Robbie Man needs, make sure to, that needs to sit here for a little bit and say a little bit before this is done. We, we probably we, don't have we, time. We'll figure something out for that. We might just have him on the pod one day. Robbie, Robbie kind of made we we came up with the idea. Robbie was the the brainchild of the yeah. superior part of He was the brains. You know, if this doesn't happen without superior, yeah. And it doesn't happen without Robbie. So everybody's been And it doesn't happen without all of our great listeners who've tuned in and have enjoyed listening to us and have come out to see us and all that great stuff so i want this to be a yearly thing i'm just going to go on i mean i'm not gonna it's been the funnest it thing catfish five it's been one of the funnest things that i've ever done in this yeah. business and I, I want it to be a thing we're going to we're going to make that happen i think that there, it's without a doubt and we, like we said serve superior get on the list that's, that's right it. all right that's it it's been fun guys i love it the superior catfish you, tour has come to a close we appreciate everybody tuning in Back to normal podcasting. We are one week away from college football really getting started. Practice will be starting very soon. Plenty to talk about here on the Thunder and Lightning podcast. For Robbie Falk, for Brent Johnson, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.